0: chapter eight of the fire people by ray cummings this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva the escape the mercutians all regarded me curiously as we came among them by the respect they accorded tao and his attitude toward them i decided he was the leader of the entire party i stopped wondering what would happen next the man guarding me was still close at hand tao spoke a few words to him and then moved away my guard immediately sat down i saw nothing was required of me at the moment and sat down also i had opportunity now to examine the strange things and people about me more in detail the mercutians all seemed to be of the same short squat red-haired type Tao was indeed the only one i saw who had black hair and he was the tallest and by far the most commanding looking figure of them all they wore several different costumes although the garment of white fur was the most common a few were dressed in the black costume of the guard in the gully still others were garbed only in short wide trousers and shirts of a soft leather with legs bare from the knee down with leather buskins on their feet the light ray was set up near the river on a metallic structure supporting a small platform some thirty feet above the ground a ladder up one side gave access to this platform from below the light itself came from a cubical metallic box perhaps six feet square suspended above the platform in a balancing mechanism that allowed it to swing in all directions all the metal of this apparatus the projector the platform and its framework was apparently of the same kind it had the appearance of burnished copper the whole seemed fairly complicated but not unlike a huge searchlight would appear if mounted that way coming out of the projector and running down to the ground were black wires which led to a metallic box a few feet away this box was rectangular in shape six feet long perhaps two feet broad and the same in depth i judged it to be the dynamo or battery from which the projector was supplied with the light ray a short distance back from the river i saw what appeared to be a small mortar which i assumed was for the sending of the light rockets or bombs several other light-ray projectors sections of their supporting structures and the unassembled parts of other apparatus were lying scattered about the ground a considerable number of the mercutians were laboriously bringing out of the vehicle still more apparatus it was obvious to me then that they were only just getting started in their offensive and defensive preparations this i could easily understand when i had watched for a moment the activities going on all of the apparatus which they were engaged in bringing out and assembling was of metal and it was so extremely heavy here on earth that they could hardly handle it standing on the platform beside the light-ray projector were two men evidently in charge of it at the moment they were dressed in black with black gloves although without helmets i noticed that they had little pads over their ears with wires running from them down to a small box at the waist once i saw one of them look up sharply as though he had heard something and following the wave of his hand i saw the tiny black-garbed figure of a man on the higher ground behind the gully through which we had come i reasoned then that this was a lookout station there and that he was directing the action of the light by some form of wireless telephony for perhaps an hour i sat there with my guard nearby watching me i was sorry now that i found myself in the midst of these enemies that i had not made a determined effort to escape earlier in the day when there would have been only four of them to cope with i realized that i didn't know any more now about the power this guard had over me than i had at the beginning he certainly looked inoffensive sitting there but the very calmness with which he watched me made me feel I would be taking a desperate chance in attempting to escape i decided then to wait until nightfall and to watch a favorable opportunity to break away under cover of darkness if once i could get out of their sight i was satisfied they would never catch me it was my plan to strike back to garland i had noticed carefully the lay of the land coming over and believed i could find my way back then with the car or the plane that was there in the garage i could get back to billings these thoughts were running through my mind when tao abruptly presented himself before me and ordered me to get up i did so smiling in as friendly a fashion as i could manage he then made me assist in the work of carrying the heavy pieces of apparatus apparently he was determined that i as an Earthman, should work hard since the mercutians were so heavily handicapped by the gravity of my planet i concluded that it would be my best policy to help them all i could that by so doing they might relax a little in their watchfulness and thus enable me to get away that night i signified to tao my understanding of what he was after and made them all see my entire readiness and ability to help for the rest of the afternoon i was dragging about from place to place carrying the projectors to the various positions where they had decided to put them up it seemed to be their plan to establish some twenty or thirty projectors around the vehicle they were setting them all at points about a hundred yards away from it these projectors differed in size and shape some were cubical others pyramid shaped open at the base as though to send out the light in a spreading ray i saw now when i had a chance to inspect the projectors closer that they were black outside and like burnished copper inside to reflect the light i judged that this black covering must have been like the black suits worn by some of the men and that it was impervious to the light ray near the center of each projector was a coil of wire the wires from outside ran to it and across the open face of the projector a large number of fine lateral wires ran parallel very close together these were about all the details i noticed I wanted to remember them although they conveyed very little to me because i realized all this i was seeing might prove of immense help to the authorities when i got back to billings night came and i was still at work tao seemed tremendously pleased at what i was doing and i noticed with satisfaction that his attitude toward me seemed gradually changing my guard still followed me about but he did not watch me quite so closely now i thought my help that afternoon was considerable i was by far the strongest man in the camp and more than that i was able to move about so much faster than they that i could do things in a few moments that would have taken them many times as long tao personally directed most of my efforts he told me where to take the things, and I took them, smilingly, and always coming back to him for new orders. I moved so fast, indeed, that my guard had difficulty in keeping close to me. Several times I experimented and found that I could get away from him quite a little distance without a protest, either from him or from Tao. As it began to grow dark, they lighted up the camp, this was accomplished by little metallic posts that had been set around at intervals each had a tiny coil of wire suspended at its top which became incandescent and threw out a reddish-green light around each light was a square black wire cage some three feet in diameter i conjectured that these lights used the same ray as the projectors only in a different form and that the cage was to protect any one from going too close the light from these illuminators was much the same in aspect as the ray except that it seemed to diffuse itself readily and carried only a comparatively short distance the scene now under this red-green glare was weird in the extreme the work all about me went on steadily the mercutians were all dressed in white furry garments now i concluded because of the cold with the exception of those who had on the suits and helmets of black the reddish-green light made them all appear like little gnomes at work indeed the whole scene with its points of color in the darkness and the huge monstrous shadows all about was more like some fantastic picture out of a fairy book than a scene on this earth soon after nightfall tao stopped me and one of his men brought me something to eat i still had the slices of bread and meat in my pocket but thinking i might need them later on i kept them there tao and i sat down near one of the lights and ate together we were served by one of the men my guard still kept close at hand the food was nothing more than hard pieces of baked dough and a form of sweet something like chocolate for drink there was a hot liquid quite comparable to tea this was served us in small metal cups with handles that seemed to be insulated from the heat this meal was brought to us from inside the vehicle while we were eating i could see many of the mercutians going inside and coming out with pieces of this food in their hands eating as they worked quite obviously the business of assembling their apparatus was uppermost in the minds of all of them the whole atmosphere about the place i realize now in spite of the opposite effect their dragging footsteps gave was one of feverish activity when we had eaten tao seemed willing to sit quiet for a while my efforts to talk to him amused us both greatly and i noticed with satisfaction that he seemed to trust me more and more finally my guard spoke asking permission i judged to leave us and go have his dinner my heart leaped into my throat as i saw him go leaving me alone with tao i concluded that now if ever was my opportunity tao trusted me seemed to like me in fact no one else in the camp was paying the least attention to us if only i could on some pretext get myself a reasonable distance away from him i would make a run for it i was turning this problem over in my mind when it was unexpectedly solved for me a low throbbing growing momentarily louder sounded from the air the hum of an airplane motor i think Tao noticed it first i saw him cock his head to one side listening after a moment as the sound increased he climbed to his feet and shouted an order to the man nearest us the night had clouded over it was unusually dark i knew that a plane without lights was approaching work about the camp stopped everyone stood listening i looked up at the light-ray platform the two men there were swinging the light back and forth sweeping the sky suddenly the sound ceased the plane's motor had been shut off almost at the same instant the light-ray picked up the plane it was several thousand feet in the air and almost over our heads coming down in a spiral a moment more and the light-ray swung away the plane burst into flame and i knew it was falling an explosion sounded near at hand the camp was in chaos immediately i faced about to look at tao he had disappeared i waited no longer turning back from the river i ran at full speed End of chapter eight